This is a segment from The Annex, an academic sociology-themed podcast. For more, visit us on the web at theannexpodcast.com. So Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz recently announced his interest in a 2020 presidential bid. On January 27th, he tweeted, I love our country and I am seriously considering running for president as a centrist independent. And the response was absolutely insane. Insanely bad. Uh, What's your take on this one? Do we need more billionaires running for office? Is Howard Schultz a visionary? Are you guys pumped up about his presidential prospects? What's your take? I think this connects right back to something Bart said, which was about, um, you know, people who come in with zero political experience, treating the presidency as if it's an entry level internship, right, for like your local congressman. Um, And so I think this is absolutely hilarious. The weird um, way that Schultz announced over Twitter, I think um, my favorite piece of blowback I saw on Twitter came from the NPR journalist, Sam Sanders, who in all caps caps quote tweeted Schultz's announcement and said, just stop burning your coffee. That is all we ask. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, stay in your lane, (laughs) fix the coffee at Starbucks, and uh, we would all be the better for it. (laughs) Bart, how'd you react? I mean, I I think there is a lot of consternation about another independent candidate spoiling yet another election. Yeah, no kidding. We can can certainly discuss that. Mm. Uh, In terms of his own candidacy on the merits, exactly as Netta said, I'm not sure that being a CEO of a company is exactly the right experience for being president. And we're seeing the evidence of that in the current presidency. This notion that business people are ideal administrators and the public sector is, I think, has been shown to be rather vacuous. Uh, So that's one thing. The second thing is just in terms of his own stated policy preferences, which are pretty, pretty thin. There's, there's no clear sense that he has any real idea of what he wants to do if he were to be elected, which is obviously unlikely, short of cutting taxes for himself and his friends. So it's, it's basically yet another candidacy by somebody who doesn't really know much about politics and policy, and whose entire claim to, to fame is, is his business acumen. And this sort of notion that somehow he's a centrist and centrism is what American voters want. And, you know, that's a whole other discussion about whether that's really true, whether he's really centrist. I think what's interesting is that in the aftermath of his announcement, he's been drifting clearly to the right, mm-hmm. partly because of the Democratic Democratic blowback. But most of his response has been to, to vilify Democrats and cozy up to Republicans. So on one hand, that calls into question his centrism. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it also may be actually a positive development in the sense that if he does drift to the right and if he does stay in the race, it's more likely that he'll get Republican votes rather than Democratic votes. Because there's always this question, right? Uh, Is it true that independents are spoilers of elections? And whether they are or not depends on who's voting for them. So if, for instance, he were to stay and he'd get more uh, Republican support than Democratic support, then, you know, he'd be a spoiler in in a way that would take away support from Trump. But, you know, we're we're so far away from the election that so many things can happen. It's quite likely that he he won't stay in the race. Or if he does, he'll be diminished considerably by the time we get to to the election. I think the the last thing I'll mention is it's kind of interesting to see that there's a whole industry of consultants 
who are working for him, yeah. uh, who are giving him the kind of advice that he obviously wants to hear. <laughs> so, you know, basically, and this has been revealed, right, that, that they're saying, you're exactly what Americans want. Yeah. Americans are exactly in the same center <laughs> that you occupy, and you are, you know, you are going to coast to victory. Now, that's clearly wrong on, on the facts in a variety of ways. I, I just don't think that you get very much support at all. Yeah, Nader, I feel like Nader and Pro are, are from a different era. Like the analogies that we're drawing are, are from a different era. And that may, maybe I'm wrong, but my sense is that we're in an era in which it's like base politics. It's a, a fire up the base type of politics and that it'd be hard to win on a centrist campaign. Although I just say, whatever, let the dude burn his money. I don't see this guy as having any chance whatsoever. Like there's no way that the left is going to vote in another billionaire you know, with no governance experience uh, following Trump. I could see them electing Bloomberg, maybe, but he was mayor of New York. And it's weird how Americans just, it's funny, it's just uh, so on display, Americans sort of disregard for the skill and importance of running government, and then their hyper-valorization of running businesses. <laughs> you know, you, you figure the Trump era would somehow do damage to that that view, and maybe it has, but... I don't know. This this sounds to me like a billionaire vanity project. And I'm guessing if it, listen, if a billionaire wants to drop a few million dollars, uh, <laughs> the smart move if you're a political consultancy is to try to get some of that cash and give him what he wants to hear. Right. Uh, That's right. Which is exactly what's happening. Yeah. I'll just say that as somebody who grew up in the Pacific Northwest, it was a little bit fun for me to be following uh, the kind of local fallout that this this produced in Seattle and in Portland that have had these like really long histories of ups and downs with Howard Schultz. I mean, no love lost in Seattle. He at one point was the owner of the Seattle Supersonics and sold them off to Oklahoma City. There was this whole paper trail that showed that he was talking out of the side of his mouth saying that he wanted to keep the team in the city, but the whole time he had this plan to get to dump the sonics and like get them out and so um you know the sort of frappuccino voter base that he's going for <laughs> certainly in many many years in the pacific northwest uh has not had a lot of love for the guy and so it's fun to see him starting to fail on a national level because <laughs> i come from a region of the country where um people are really hostile toward him <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> good, good For more, visit us on the web, theannexpodcast.com.